Hello and welcome. You're watching The Big Fight, a show that is young at 23, the oldest running debate show on Indian news television. I'm Sanket Dupan. 2022 draws to a close. 2023 is here. But we are going to talk politics right now. Not do politics, talk politics. In 2023, there are 10 critical assembly elections which are going to be a test for the big electoral contest in 2024, which, by the way, is just 16 months away. It's not that far. 16 months. So, in effect, you can think that this next 12 months will be spent in preparation of 2024. So, how are political parties preparing? For the Congress party... There is a Bharat Jodo Yatra which has been able to build some momentum around the Congress and its leader Rahul Gandhi. Lots of buzz and chatter around it. But can it make a political difference in state assembly elections and then in the 2024 electoral contest? And then there are other regional arrangements also who want their shot at power. You've got the TRS which has now become the BRS. The Samajwadi party, which is hopeful in Uttar Pradesh, but at the same time does not want to be seen in an alliance with the Congress party. They're not going to participate in the Bharat Jodo Yatra as it enters that critical phase in Uttar Pradesh. The Aam Admi party trying to dislodge the Congress, at least that is what their mission is, that we are the principal opposition. And... You juxtapose all of this with the Bharatiya Janata Party, which says that we have launched a mission 350, not 300, not 282, 350 par. And they say that we have already identified 140 seats that we lost, a very targeted campaign there, and the 20-odd seats where we had a victory with a very slender margin, narrow margin. So the big question on the year-end big fight tonight is this. The BJP has jump-started its mission election. Can the opposition catch up? Let's begin our discussion. I have with me in our studio uh, Mr. Satya Prakash, JDU spokesperson. Thank you very much for joining us. Nalini Singh is a senior journalist. Thank you, ma'am, for joining us. Gancham Tiwari, Samajwadi Party spokesperson. Alok Watts, leader of the BJP. Uh, Sanjay Kumar, sephologist and professor. Thank you very much, sir, for joining us. Uh, Priyanka Kakkar, Aam Aadmi Party spokesperson, as well as Dr. Onika Mehrotra, uh, Congress spokesperson. We'll be joined in with more guests. This is like, uh, as Ghansham Tiwari was saying just a short while ago, it's not the big fight, it's a very big fight with a lot of people in the studio. Thank you so much for coming. Let's begin with our uh, first segment here, which is called The First Punch, where each of you get one minute of time for your opening comment. Alok Watts, we'll begin with you. Your time begins now. Sanket, first I will take opportunity to pay homage to Hira Ben, the Prime Minister's mother who died today. And second is the example that she has set. The Prime Minister has said that we have started our mission of work. And as it is in the coming ensuing elections, we are always on an election mode. And as you have rightly said, we have identified the areas where we lost or where we won with a narrow margin. Our work is going on very effectively. And we are very hopeful that we are going to touch 350 in the 2024 elections and the state elections also. Northeast, we are going to do very well. 
will get repeated in Madhya Pradesh, will capture Rajasthan and Chhattisgarh, and also we will Karnataka also we are going to come back, and in Andhra also we hope to make a formidable dent. Okay, sure. Nalini. Uh, well, um, I will certainly not talk about uh, what Mr. Vats has talked about, the preparation of the BJP, because and neither of the preparation of the, the opposition. But I think what is extremely interesting is that these 10 elections do have the potential to galvanize the opposition if the BJP loses even one of the um, one of the states that it is expected to win. It's already, I think, in power in seven of the ten states, because that gives the or should give the opposition the narrative to talk about the vulnerability of the BJP as a political entity. And for 2024, I think the results of these uh, elections uh, in 23 are very critical to set the ground rules and as well as the potential for coalition, uh, coalitions that might emerge. And also, uh, I think, um, you know, the political initiative that you talked about, the Bharat Jodo Yatra, for instance, there are several political in initiatives that one can, um, one can uh, identify. Mm. Besides Bharat Jodo, there is welfareism, there is uh, the distribution of... Um, F goods and services, free goods and services, ad infinitum, etc., mm. to tell the uh, population that we are here and these will never go. Okay. So I would say that you know, these also have, you, you'll be able to rank them about how efficient they are okay. and then the leader will get. And just one, mm. uh, just about five seconds. The Election Commission's new initiative for 45 crore migrant people, mm. that has to, that they can vote from wherever they are, that must have our hawk's eye on it mm. because, uh, you know, many things can happen there. And the last thing is, that uh, the election commission should know that the public is now watching what it says on the poll day regarding the poll percentage okay. and how it hikes it by three to five percent okay. the day after so i'm not saying that they're pulling uh, rabbits out of a hat uh, but these are in I, I, I think you can further elaborate on this point that you're the last point that you've made I'll, I'll come to you yeah that people are going to look okay. at the hat okay. now doctor dr mehrota well, Sankit Ji, the Bharat Juru Yatra has any way, which ways has carved a line which is far, far bigger than what the others or the people in power can even match up. So hence, that is going to create a mark on the people of our country. B, I would like to say that uh, the balloon full of, uh, they said Vikaska balloon that they wanted to fly higher and higher has badly bursted because it was full of jumlas. And they are not bothered to talk about inflation or price rise or unemployment. And hence, these issues are which uh, the Congress is going to target and through which the people of our country will definitely have a tilt towards Congress uh, for, for, because that's the meaningful discussion or that's what is our country looking forward to, unlike the jumlas which they have been, you know, spreading. It has bursted and the myth that BJP, you know, uh, has always saying that, you know, the, those so far, teen so far, they've been saying them for the last 70 years, mm. for which they might have just achieved success. But recent uh, debacle in Himachal has proven that BJP, no matter what they do in advance, will not be able to match up with what we have done with the message of Bharat okay, Yatra. Sure. You said uh, that uh, BJP's Jumlas for the past 70 years, the party was formed in 1980s. No, no, no. <laughs> They've been saying yeah. Sattasal Congress, okay, Sattasal okay, Congress. Sure, I, I sure, meant by that, sure, 65 sure, years. Sure, sure. At least five years yeah. they were also in power, yeah. sir. Yeah. Pri Priyanka Kakkar, your opening comments. Sankhya we've 
Uh, we are now a national party. We'll be going to polls for the first time as a national party. Yes, yeah, so 2022 is a special year for you. Definitely. You become Gujarat, a national party. Definitely. Garse hmm. national party ban karaye. Hmm. So, um, three times we won in Delhi. After that, in the MCD, we've uh, won, we've, we've, we've removed the BJP, incumbent BJP, which was there for 15 years. We've also got 15, nearly 15% vote in Gujarat in five seats. We've got two MLAs in Goa now. That uh, That is our first... That was our first dent in the South. So we are the fastest evolving party globally, mm. I would think, not even just nationally. There's no doubt about it. And uh, we are presenting an alternative to both these parties, which are, which, which, which are the same. That Congress and BJP are one, two sides of the same coin. Mm. And, uh, you know, whether it is inflation, we, uh, this is the central government data that it is the least controlled in Delhi. Uh, it is the best controlled in Delhi, sorry. Mm. It is at 4%. All the BJP-ruled states have the highest inflation, whether it is UP, whether it is Madhya Pradesh. Mm. Uh, then again, whether it is the masla of sasti, bijli, mm. or the cheapest bijli in the country, we are providing it. So whatever issues are connected with the people and ease sure. the life and provide a better lifestyle, okay. we are working on those when it comes to, you know, Alokji mentioned Madhya Pradesh. Yeah, he will yeah. repeat Madhya Pradesh. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm, they won Madhya Pradesh because of Operation yeah, Lotus. Priyanka, I'm going <laughs> to come back to you. One minute time is over. Sure. We will uh, open this up for a debate also in just a short moment. But uh, Professor Kumar. Uh, Sanket, if you look at a classroom hmm. and if there is a 10th exam, the student who is very who is an excellent student, doesn't bother about the pre-board. Hmm. Uh, this is with regard to the BJP. Hmm. And the student who are not very sharp in the class, they have to first worry about the pre-board, that I have to clear my pre-boards. Yeah. And even the parents have, raises the expectation once the student does well yeah. in the pre-board. Hmm. So what is happening is that the BJP in the electoral contest of 2023 is like a student who is an excellent student, brilliant student. Hmm. They are not looking at 2023. They are... Uh, so they are aiming for 2024. Mm. But if you look at the opposition parties, they are like they have to first qualify. They have to win the 2023 assembly elections. Mm. And that will shape up how they are going to contest 2024. Mm -hmm. If they do well, that's like the pre-board exams for them. If they do well, even the voters would start galvanizing around the opposition. Mm. If opposition manages to win a couple of states, suppose Congress manages to win a two or three states, mm. I think the contest would start moving in a different direction for 2024. But if you fail in pre-board exam, I think board exam is going to be disaster for the opposition I like party. this analogy. <laughs> and, and we'll, we'll uh, take this further in the discussion also because uh, uh, the Congress was very, very successful in the 2018 pre-boards. But it kind of flunked in the board exams of 2024. The board exams changed. <laughs> in, in 2019, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, Mr. Prakash, Satya Prakash. You know, Sanketji, the claim of BJP winning 356, uh, 350, more than 350 seats is a fake claim. BJP raised to 303 in the last uh, uh, general, uh, general election due to so many allies, a stronger allies, Siv Sena, Akali Dal, JDU and other allies as well. And that was a wave of Pulwama wave. BJP has no certain kind of wave. Now it, it is facing the huge anti-incumbency. You know, regarding the West Bengal, it, you know, it won only 17 seats. And in Jharkhand and in Bihar, it is going to lose. It is not going to repeat the same seat. Mm. So, we, JDU, is going to reduce by 50 seats 
to the BJP and BJP is not going to come to power. What the Nitish Kumar has talked about, the uni unity of opposition, of the demand of the time, and definitely he met the several leader of the opposition po political party. They are agree with the concept of unity of one opposition together with the Congress, but there are political outfit like Aam Admi Party and the KCR, Telangana, uh, you know, Chief Minister's Party. Mm. They are anti of the BJP together with the uh, even Congress. But at the same point of time, you see the past when last in uh, general mm. election, mm. Aam Admi Party wanted to contest election with the Congress in the Delhi. They asked Congress to have a alliance, have an alliance in the Delhi, but Congress refused to do so, mm. and that never happened. Okay. But this time, unity of opposition is required to contain the BJP. If BJP performed well in the uh, in the coming assembly election, it doesn't mean that BJP is gonna perform well in the national election as well. Why? Sure. Because you know what okay. happened uh, when no, the Congress was in power. Prakash, yeah. I'll come. I'll come to you in just a short moment. Yeah. Two more people have to speak. I would also like to welcome Professor Geeta Bhatt. Uh, who's in the studio with us. But uh, Ghanshyam Tiwari, your opening comments. Well, um, as the year ends, my greetings to you, the fellow co-panelists and every one of the viewers. And I would also like to start with uh, paying my Shraddhanjali to the departed uh, mother of uh, Prime Minister Modi ji. Um, as far as 2024 election is concerned, I think the primary point uh, is what Nalini ji also said, that the, uh, the benchmark will be defined on how 2023 plays out in the state elections. Largely, these are BJP versus Congress elections. Second uh, is in Uttar Pradesh, where Samajwadi Party is active. We are we have launched Samvidhan Bachao Yatra. It is now open that BJP is is going to do every trick that it can pull, which is uh, which is built on dishonesty and mischief, to snatch away the right of reservation that our constitution gives to the the OBCs. And as a result, it is the strength of Samvidhan Bachao Yatra, the fight uh, on employment issues, the fight on inflation, the fight on harmony. That is the defining course of what Samajwadi Party would focus on in 2023. Mm. I am not here to make tall claims that that uh, BJP's 350 mission or 400 mission is a farce as well as you know we will have a similar mission. But what I can say is that uh, 2024 is going to be different because one, there are more architects for a sure. grand opposition alliance. Mm. Two, the issues are far more real and, and unlike 2019, um, there isn't a national security issue that will sway emotions. And three, every political party is far more stronger in their ability to give a befitting response. My final point is, hmm. for example, in Uttar Pradesh election, we, we got three crore votes uh, standing by ourselves, whereas BJP got around three crore, 80 lakh votes. When BJP had a, a box full of chief ministers and ministers during the entire state and thousands of crores have, 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 were spent. So I think uh, there is a very strong battle line that is emerging in Uttar Pradesh okay. and the issues are also strong. Sure, sure. Professor Geeta Bhatt. Well, uh, Sanket ji, you know, for any political party to, whether it is a state election or whether it is a general Lok Sabha election, what is needed is a good, you know, very strong organizational base, uh, a very clear-cut ideology and a very strong, uh, you know, leadership. And I think if you look at in terms of the state elections, definitely the local issues are also going to have some significance, some importance. And in the general elections, it is also that people are going to look at that who they want to see in the prime ministerial position. And definitely they would like to have a leadership which is able to you know, sail through both in favorable and in adverse circumstances, like we saw in, during the COVID period, how India was able to very successfully you know, launch the vaccination 
and more than 200 crore vaccinations taking place vis-a-vis -vis with whether developing nation or developed nation. So these are the aspects which definitely people are going to see in whether it is in terms of state elections or in the general election. But yes, one important aspect that we do see is that all the state, uh, you know, assembly elections which are going to be held in 2023, mm. if you look at what is the common factor in all the states, like whether you look in the Hindi heartland, in Rajasthan, Chhattisgarh, Madhya Pradesh, there is going to be more or less a direct uh, contest between Congress and Bharatiya Janata Party. And if you look at other states, for example, Tripura, it is going to be Congress, left, BJP. If you look in Karnataka, it is going to be Congress, JDS, BJP. And uh, in Telangana, if you see, again, you see that it is BJP, Congress and uh, TRS. Okay. So, one okay, so important saying, aspect is that so you are saying that, that the BJP has already earmarked uh, different uh, opponents in uh, different parts of the country and is strategizing so accordingly. Yes, and the one hmm. political party which hmm. is present in all the states. So yeah. definitely a party, okay. largely all the parties, sure. they are more or, level, more or less you know, fighting okay. only Professor, in the state, Professor Sanjay including Kumar, Samajwadi yeah, party. Professor Sanjay Kumar, I want to come to you now and talk about uh, the opposition. right? Now we know... Be, uh, you know, in your opening comment, you said that there is a studious, meritorious child uh, in the Bharatiya Janata Party, which is just straight away aiming for the boards. Uh, how do you look at this preparation of the principal opposition party called the Congress? They've got the momentum. They're trying to build this momentum with the Bharat Jodo Yatra. And to some extent, they may have been successful also. But how much of this is going to translate electorally is a big question. You see, uh, two of their tall leaders, one is Mr. P. Chidamram, and you were in an earlier show with us and uh, you shared your views, says that our preparation is not up to the mark, certainly not as the BJP. Yeah. A.K. Antony yesterday had a very, very important on Thursday, a very important observation saying that if you want uh, to win elections, you will have to reach out to the Hindus and not just focus entirely on the minorities. Hmm. Do you feel that these are important voices from within the Congress trying to, you know, basically direct them uh, to go in the right direction? No, no, absolutely. These are important uh, voices, uh, not because these are tall leaders, but because the kind of issues which they are raising, these are important issues. Hmm. Uh, what P. Chitamram said is, uh, said is absolutely right. He mentioned state by state, which are the state where Congress is in a you know, like a strong position or in a position to challenge the BJP, name those states, Telangana, maybe Madhya Pradesh, maybe Karnataka, uh, Chhattisgarh. So the issues are important. If you leave aside these two names also, the issues are important. I think Congress need to address these issues if they want to perform well in 2023. And I am again repeating, if, uh, if the regional parties or Congress manages to perform well in 2023, they would be able to shift the focus of election. And this whole uh, idea or this whole uh, balloon, which is that you know, defeating BJP is going to be very, very difficult, that will get punctured mm. and the focus will start shifting on the issues on which, uh, the, real issue, the real issues on the ground on mm. which the elections were held in Himachal. So it will start moving in the direction. But mm. imagine if BJP... Uh, when most of the states and Congress doesn't manage to perform well, 2024 is going to be a massive a landslide for BJP. Yeah. Now, one point that Nalniji as well as uh, Priyanka Kakkar, one by one, I want to ask you. Uh, in an interview on Thursday uh, to NDTV, the former governor of Meghalaya, Mr. Satyapal Malik, who I think has uh, some sort of an axe to grind 
uh, these days, uh, basically said that uh, the opposition must follow something called the VP Singh model. He says that there should be one candidate against, one united opposition candidate against uh, the Bharatiya Janata Party. And that is the only way you will be able to defeat them. You know, this, this stems from uh, a theory of index of opposition unity. In this very panel, you will see that that uh, does not really exist in its true form right now. So do you feel that this is going to work against the opposition, the fact that they are still not united? I mean, we've been talking about Mahagadbandhans and opposition unity for a very long time now. It's not happened. Yeah. I think, uh, Sanket, we cannot give the calendar to the opposition mm. to say you unite by then and you, you uh, disunite by such and such date. Mm. What happens is when, when there is a political event, then a political momentum around that event, mm. and if people see, the opposition sees, that they have, they also have a stake in it, they mm. will also have skin in that game, mm. then that is when they will start doing their balancing, their, uh, their act of profit mm. and loss, and shall we join, etc. What I would say is that we are saying it's still not, it, you know, 16 months away, and they mm. still not got their act together, etc. In fact, we should be looking at how many candidates there are for this pivoted, uh, you know, for, for this coveted pivot, mm. which is uh, the prime ministerial, this thing, which is mm. starting from the east, you got Mamta Banerjee, Nitish Kumar, come down to TRS, um, then have KCR, mm. then uh, you have, uh, uh, of course, Rahul Gandhi, mm. uh, Mr. Vats is adding Kejriwal, mm. he's, prom adding. Prompting, me. Adding. he's prompting me, mm. and I would say there may be, you know, some others um, in other states. Why, why are we missing out Stalin, for instance? Yeah. So what I'm saying is that it is extraordinary that we are talking about the same national kind of image which we have got, got used to, which is to say charisma of Narendra Modi, uh, religion, and uh, nationalism. But Actually, Nandiji, that is true. No? Sankhi, because you no, look at Mr. Uh, Antony's comment. He says that Congress, if you want to Sankhi, win elections, you have to reach out to the Hindus. Uh, Sanket, please, at least we should look at the mm. granular situation. Mm -hmm. At the granular level, you've got what I would call rifts, graft, rifts in all the parties, in all the states. That's true. In everywhere then you've got corruption. I mean, mm -hmm. Karnataka is called a 40%, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, what is it called? 40% commission, uh, yeah, this yeah. thing. Then you've got always the scepter, uh, the specter of money. Mm. BJP has enormous resources. Mm. I don't know if Congress does. I don't know if Samajwadi Party does. But we know about that. Mm. We know the game that the money can play. We also know what caste will play. The, the, you know, the, 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 everything will happen around caste. You know, but money Tiwari. has not always worked. For uh, instance, it did not work for, magically for the BJP in West Bengal. Or, or in Himachal Pradesh. In Himachal Pradesh. But, but I would say it that we've got to look at that. Mm. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm just saying that mm. that is the granular situation. The last yeah. one is anti-incumbency, mm. if it comes along. So if we get stuck in the BJP's narrative mm. of these three top things, which is charisma and religion and yeah. nationalism, mm. we will miss what the people are actually saying, Correct. which is the rift. But how in do the you party? capture the imagination, the point that uh, Priyanka Kakar, the point that uh, Nalini Singh just made, uh, that the BJP knows what its pitch is and it loves to play cricket on that pitch, right? It's like Australia and Melbourne cricket ground. How do you all get together to build a strong and a robust team? For instance, right now, this comment was made that uh, uh, 
Aam Admi Party is uh, on its own path. You have ruled out the Congress, you have ruled out the BJP, you have ruled out other players. You tried, uh, you know, entering into an alliance in UP with the Samajwadi Party. That did not work out. Awesome. So when there will be no united opposition, then there will definitely be an advantage for the BJP. Sankhya ji, uh, we are very clear, uh, Arvind Kejriwal ji has made it very clear that we are going to take the people's Buddha to the people and we are a national party now and like I previously said that it seems to us that, at least to me, that the only party which is constantly working on the issues or uplifting the people is the Aam Aadmi party where, I mean, Congress can sit here and say that they've been talking about inflation but just then the... Actually, the discussion was on inflation in the parliament. The supporters of Congress and the MPs were burning tires on the road because the ED was questioning Rahul Gandhi ji. And we were sitting on a dharna of 50 hours so that the discussion could at least happen. So we are definitely, uh, we, we don't believe in the Jor Torki Rajniti. I'll repeat that. And that is how we will go forward. No, is this lack of pragmatism uh, what is taking you forward? I ask you this question because generally it is said, I mean, you, you're... You are uh, balking at the idea of coalition, right? Correct. But coalition is what has uh, uh, given this country some successful governments from Vajpayee to UPA 1 to UPA 2. I mean, that coalition is, so is not a bad word. Currently, even the BJP came to power with these many seats with coalition in your first, Your first tryst with power in Delhi was coalition. Yes. That is what the people demanded at that time and then we broke it also because that was the <laughs> that was the referendum of the people. Uh. We did both. Okay, so, okay. one more. I, I, I believe we have uh, Trinamool Congress MP Sushmita Dev also with us. Uh, Ms. Dev, thank you very much for joining us. Where do you stand on this issue of, uh, of uh, being fighting fit for 2024? 2024... <clears throat> Is around the corner, Sanket. I totally agree with you. And I don't undermine the power of the argument that people want to see a united opposition. But I think what the unity has to be, it has to be a tactical one. Uh, in the sense that I'm asking a simple question. Uh, will Congress agree not to give any candidates in Bengal? Let's look at it the other way. Because in Bengal, they are nowhere. They have hardly any vote bank. So, uh, Will they agree? I don't think so, even given the situation they are in. But what I think is this unity has to be tactical in the sense that in the sense that the uh, parties, there are two, there are two sections of uh, kinds of parties here. One, uh, one section is parties who are in a straight alliance uh, with the Congress party, like NCP, like JMM, you know, like uh, uh, RJD. But there are parties like Ahmadmi Party, TMC, Samajwadi Party who are not in alliance uh, uh, with the Congress. And then there are parties like Jagan Mohan Reddy and, uh, you know, TRS, uh, uh, you know, uh, Jagan Mohan Reddy who is with the BJP. So what I think is that what will be an interesting thing to look at is post-poll. And I think what every party needs to realize is that wherever a, let's say the Congress is in a straight fight with the BJP in Rajasthan, in Chhattisgarh, in states like Himachal in 2024, they should be left to fight there and win. Like Karnataka, we hope the Congress wins. But in the same side, Congress should also consider not disturbing Mamta Banerjee in Delhi. 
So it, it can't no, be a unity. If I were to inverse that logic, the, by that logic, you should not have gone to Goa. You should not you be know, going I'm, to Tripura. See, Sanket, let me tell you something. We are in Assam. We are in Meghalaya. We are in Tripura. We are in Goa. Where repeatedly the Congress is losing. We are not in Chhattisgarh. Hmm. We are not in Rajasthan. We are not. We are not in Himachal. We are not. So please understand. You see, Sushmita Dev, this has a lot is... to do with your understanding. See, Sanket, let, let, see, no, you are saying that there should be a with... post-poll scenario. If there is nothing that happens or no understanding between the opposition, uh, here you 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 have okay, a Sanket, you have a challenger. Let me, let me give you... You have a challenger who is already playing a mission 350 game. What will you do post-poll? Sanket, 350 sounds very fancy. Hmm. Okay. They are at the saturation points in states like Gujarat. Hmm. Okay. They are at the saturation point when it comes to Rajasthan. In the south, they are relying on their allies. So to say we are going to cross 350 is nothing but bravado. Just like 56 inches chest was it turned out into nothing. So let's not go down that road. But what I am saying is, what I am saying is very simple. There has to be a very tactical approach to this election. And I think that the largest has to be shown by the Congress party. And I'm on record saying in Karnataka, Congress is going to be the strongest contender. We wish them well, but they also have to know where to retreat. Let me give you the example of Goa. People said, don't vote for TMC. They've come three months before... God knows what their agenda is. Let's stick to the old, uh, you know, the old devil, if you like, Congress. Mm. After winning, eight MLAs go to the region. You understand what I'm saying? So that, okay. is, a, that is an argument okay. I but can't you know, there are you many, many contradictions called the Indian politics where Mr. Ghansham Tiwari, you <laughs> see, I, I remember that very famous 2009 uh, alliance that wasn't between the Samajwadi Party and uh, the Congress where Amar Singh and Digvijay Singh were coordinating and the very famous term was coined called friendly fight, right? The Samajwadi party was giving Congress only 5 out of 80. The Congress won 21 in that election. So if the Congress were to have agreed with that formula that uh, Sushmita Dev is talking about, you would have never, the Congress would have never tasted success. It's another thing that the Congress is not decimated in, in Uttar Pradesh. Where, uh, what is your assessment on number one, Mission 350 of the BJP and number two of, of breaking it in terms of a united opposition strategy? Well, when you say Mission 350, you, you think that the voters of the country are fools because you give an overarching number, you give a God-like figure that you know, our leader is, is God-like figure, God -like figure yeah. is now father of the nation according to some people in, in BJP and you say that now you, you don't have any choice, there is no other alternative. Mm. These three arguments uh, uh, put the voter as if the voter in India has no other choice. Mm. It's in dictatorships that voter doesn't have a choice. It's in democracy, voters always, always have, a, have a choice. Mm. When BJP meets opposition parties in 2024, here are the, the leaders they will meet. They will meet Mamta Banerjee ji, mm. who has famously <laughs> defeated them in Bengal. In 2019, that was the, not the case. BJP was not, a, uh, not defeated at the hands of, of Mamta Banerjee in the same way. They will meet Akhilesh Yadav ji, who on his own uh, strength, garnered three crore votes in, in Uttar Pradesh. They will meet Nitish Kumarji, who uh, ditched BJP, left BJP, even though BJP seemed like but it I is unstoppable. I hope you understand your machine. limitations also. And Akhilesh Yadav is powerful uh, to some extent in Uttar Pradesh, but not beyond. 
Well, you, we are Similarly, saying that the JDU has access in a few states, but not beyond. We are saying we are saying that a party who has a 75-year-old leader mm. who is not delivered on any of his famous promises mm -hmm. is not limited. It is unlimited. It can mm. coin 350, mm. but leaders who have who have uh, repeatedly won their states, fought BJP in their states, have 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 run government in their state hold legitimacy on the success of their schemes in their states, mm. will not have legitimacy, will, will, will be defeated. I think the, the failure of 2024 for BJP will be relying too much on an on a aging Mr. Modi, a failed agenda of, of hope. Mm. There is no, not one constituency in India today, whether it is youth, whether it is women, whether mm. it is farmers, whether it is the, the armed forces, that you can name that this constituency is excited about, except a couple of businessmen, no, see the no one else is excited about BJP. Okay, so the recent example, Mr. Satya Prakash and then uh, uh, Professor Kumar, I want to come to you, uh, is the Gujarat election. Just a short while back, uh, we, we heard a comment, I think uh, Sushmita Dev made that comment about uh, the BJP maxing out in, in uh, a few of these states. The BJP got a 150, I mean the best ever performance in Gujarat. And while, while you would say that this is uh, too much dependence on Naren Modi's charisma, uh, they were also, in their own calculation, there is also a person uh, called C.R. Patil, who did this silent, low-key uh, management of, of those elections. So do you feel that in terms of... See, I mean, we can, we can speak about and talk about issues that uh, should matter and do not matter, but at the end of the day, winning elections are important in a democracy, right? This too is important. I'm saying, where do you, you see yourself fighting fit in 2024? Ten know, electoral challenges in 23 and then the 2024 challenge. You know, How do you become it, fighting fit? Let me formulate in this way. Suppose hmm. Congress performed well in these coming elections of ten states. Will you take the chance if all opposition party unite together, then they, there will have an edge to the opposition unity. Okay, fine, uh, Gujarat was, is uh, won by BJP. It's fine, it's a BJP's stronghold. But what about Madhya Pradesh? Is gonna BJP repeat the 28 seats in the Madhya Pradesh hmm. and the same in the Gujarat and the West Bengal? What I'm trying to tell and what Nitish Kumar has remarkably said categorically stated that if BJP is reduced by 50 seats, it is not going to come to power. Hmm. 350 magic didn't happen in the you know, last national uh, election. Hmm. BJP claimed that time also Amit Shah interview, uh, hmm. you know, given an interview hmm. that BJP is going to come to more than 350. 353 hmm. happened, but on the basis of what? Support of the Siv Sena, Akali Dal, Janta Dal United. And all you know, of them are 39 seats won by the alliance in the Bihar. But BJP is going to lose every seat in the Bihar because of the social equation in the Bihar there. If mm. Samajwadi Party, Sarat Pawar's Party, JDU, even the Aam Admi Party, TRS Congress, BJD, all opposition party, if think that they want to contain BJP in mm. 2024, they then will have to come to on a single platform, leading by any opposition leader. I mean, you know, they, you know Nitish Kumar, Nitish Kumar he has talked to Akhilesh Yadav, about... everyone. Hmm. He has, you know, he has paved the way for everyone. He has Akhilesh Yadav only on Thursday, he said, uh, my ideology okay. is very different from Congress. Okay, it's fine. Ideology may be different, huh. but they are are opposite to the BJP. They are How can you fight the BJP? Is Satya Prakash will Akhilesh Yadav tomorrow will not able to form the government with the opposition unity? Yeah. Will he support the BJP? Why, why don't you respond? 
Well, I think I think that the response is he uh, Akhilesh ji has said in in 2019, in 2021 that we see BJP and Congress as uh, same sides of the or, or sides of the same coin. Hmm. But uh, at the same time, he also said that Hamara Bharat Jodo Yatra ke liye bhavnaatmak samarthan hai. I think uh, we have to start from uh, what the voters want. The voters in Uttar Pradesh want a, a fight back from Samajwadi Party against the agenda of BJP. The voters in Bengal want a fight back uh, led by Mamta Banerjee ji. And I think it is, uh, it is one, the course of 2023 elections and two, the strength of individual parties in their state. Okay. That will determine the course of 2024. Sure. Uh, Professor Kumar, where do you stand on this issue of uh, opposition unity? It has not worked so far. I mean, the last big experiment happened in 2015 in Bihar only. Where we had a so Mahagadbandan, which 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 worked. Uh, I am talking about uh, the first successful Mahagadbandan under the uh, after 2014. The, the first successful one was 2015. Then it broke, and then now they've come back. Sanket, any effort of uh, opposition parties of having a national alliance hmm. is certainly going to fail. That's not going to. It'll work. fail. Certainly, I am okay. saying I use the word national alliance. Hmm against BJP. Mm. So what they have to do, and many political parties are thinking on those lines, you have to have a, you means regional parties, yeah. the, uh, uh, the non-BJP, non-Congress parties, mm. they have to work out an alliance at the state level. Uh, the reference which was being given about, say, Bihar. So in Bihar, JDU and RJD, they have to form an alliance, and other smaller parties, re other regional parties have to keep themselves away from Bihar. Mm. So if regional parties manages to have state-wise alliance, mm. this can put up some resistance to BJP in 2024. If they manage to do even that, I think even 350 could be a reality for BJP. So you're saying uh, instead of a larger umbrella coalition uh, of the opposition, have smaller alliances uh, specific to states? Absolutely. That's the key for opposition, success of opposition for 2024. Dr. Mehrotra? Uh, as a representative of the Congress, do you feel that this is more realistic? You just heard Sushmita Dev. She said, I mean, you have to, you have to realize your strengths and weaknesses. Absolutely. I agree with Sushmita as well as sir. Because you see, uh, the larger-than-life uh, image of Mr. Modi at the moment is quite diluted. And this is the right time to strike tactically, as Sushmita Ji said. Because ultimately, what is the motive? Ultimately, what is it that we're fighting against? If we can't achieve, then the purpose is defeated then. Hence, we have to fight tactically, yes. Wherever we are strong, we must come all for it. And wherever the other parties are, if we want to go in for a coalition, if that's the way ahead to defeat the BJP or the power... But does that, that happen? The, the allegation, like I'll tell it. you, Sushmita Ji has said it in previous programs also, the allegation against the Congress is that you try to play this big boss, big brother in every alliance, where you want the lion's share, but then your strike rate on delivering is not very good. See, Unfortunately, yes, during these uh, last uh, eight years, yes, it has really gone down. But the track record of Congress has always been strong. And hence, we take the leap no, forward. track record strong? Where? Has always been. Before 2014, I mean, uh, we were always before, a stronger part. You see, that's what I'm saying. Eight years down the line, we have uh, reduced, hmm. you know, what, no denying about it. Hmm. And hence, we have to tread carefully, as I said. Hmm. Because ultimately, what are we working against? The forces which are dividing the country. Hmm. The forces which are not working towards unemployment hmm. or price rise or Hindu-Muslim yeah. all the time. Okay. We look for a secular Alok, what's and, and I'll come to you also. Uh, we have heard... Yes, yes, sure, ma'am. Uh, we have heard a lot from what the opposition should do or not do. Uh, and the whole thrust of this conversation is that how to take on the BJP. Do you feel that at this moment, 
the Bharatiya Janata Party is kind of basking in a great degree of overconfidence. Or this is realistic. Three fifty is realistic. Sanket, remember this: we are a party who is always in the election mode. Is that something to be proud of? Yes. Yes. Okay. जो हमारा काम जो हमारा जो हमारा काम हम करते हैं पॉलिटिकल पार्टी किसलिए है राजनीति करने के लिए तो वी डू पॉलिटिक्स वी आर ऑलवेज एट इट एंड लेट मी टेल यू इट इज ओल्ड सेइंग व्हेन मंकीज फाइट द कैट हैज द लायन शेयर इज देयर एनी ऑपोजिशन टू अस एट द नेशनल लेवल आई डोंट थिंक सो डू यू थिंक ऑल दीस सिक्स सेवन कंटेंडर्स फॉर द प्राइम मिनिस्टर दे एवर यूनाइट लाइक द प्रोफेसर हैज सेड नो सो हु विल हु विल गेन बाय दिस वी आर ऑलरेडी एट इट and full throttle we are working with hmm. the people hmm. and here people are disarrayed hmm. they are going all their own way he the says the aam aadmi party yeah. says i will be the prime minister yeah. rahul gandhi people are saying prime minister even vrs made an announcement that he is the next prime minister going to be prime minister hmm. mr nitish kumar came to delhi and no, met no, people no not at all mr kumar has never even claimed for the prime minister even mr arvind kejriwal did not make such a claim he has categorically stated that he came as a prime minister no. you are not letting me complete my he came to he came to delhi met everybody and when yeah, but he never claimed that he is the prime no, minister no no he never claimed time. to be yeah. the prime minister he wanted to make an alternative to prime minister modi but he went back empty handed and now he has how do you know he has never backed with empty handed exactly. so, he got the support of so many political outfits and let me tell you one thing you were talking about the hindi heartland in last election out of 225 seats we won 203 hmm. so our vote bank has even we we have lost but that's so the point have you <laughs> have you in, in 2024 will you be able yeah. to better this our vote bank Or has never gone out? down even in delhi our vote percentage increased hmm. in himachal only 0.9% was the difference so our voters so have not left us in fact they have increased hmm. and with our going in with them and the way we are dedicatedly you know towards so election one, one by one we are we going to increase the vote bank so i would say taking up from him uh, from mr bats if he says that uh, our vote back was only 0.9% or mm. whatever in himachal pradesh so bjp was uh, so the mm. other reality is mm. that in tripura Five. the bjp's vote bank was only 1.37% more mm. than the, their opponents mm. so uh, you know in order for this to make sense mm. so sometimes you are you're winning you're scraping through mm. so it appears to me as if if congress scraped through in himachal pradesh then bjp scraped through in tripura mm. and uh, just talking about tripura um, uh, you know biplab deb or manik uh, saha it, these are not mamta banerjee who could withstand the the uh, the 30 years of uh, a, a cpm a left government mm. and then she stood her ground over here uh, i'm not they cho- they they threw away biplab B- or at least they changed him yeah. uh, because they found that there was some uh, the, some weakness which has crept mm. in mm. so i would just say that uh, you know in the tactical that sushmita spoke about be tactical it appears to me are they ready that everybody will get something mm. why are they only going after the prime minister's chair is is there such a huge difference between the prime minister and the one who the second let's say the home minister mm. that everybody goes everybody gets something you get an opportunity to serve the country but do they want to do that mm. i have a big question on that and the other thing is that uh, you know that we must now check uh, does the voter punish those who decamp my migrate mm. let me just be very stark and look at madhya pradesh 
Jyotir Aditya Sindhya uh, migrated mm. with 27 MLAs or whatever. And there are always, there are all these murmurs about what money was uh, involved in this. Mm. So I would say, are the voters going to punish or are they all right with this? It, mm. If they're all right, then this has become part of, uh, you know, it, it, it power for the cause. Yeah. The other thing I would say is, when we are talking about the Hindi heartland and we are talking about the West and the Hindi heartland, you know, as long as good people in Gujarat think that the, 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 that Mr. Narendra Modi and his government are stable, mm. they are going to vote lock, stock and barrel for Mr. Modi. Mm. We have seen this just now. So even in 2024, mm. it can be taken for granted if they see total stability over here, Gujarat will, that is the nucleus when it form, starts sure. forming. So stability is another uh, is, is another perception mm. which has been, uh, which the BJP has been able to communicate extremely effectively. Exactly, exactly. That the so you, always, are you always pitch this as, uh, uh, you know, something for the, uh, for the voters to see. But watch we what... we offer stability, look what others have to offer. So yeah. that becomes a contrast. Okay. So, yes, Shrita Dev, the point that Professor Kumar just made, and I want, to, I want to come back to that point. Do you feel that smaller alliances, tactical alliances, may work better than a big national alliance in the opposition? Because, you know, when you think of something like this, it, it has proven to be unachievable. It's not working. Too many variables. You see, apart from the Congress party, there are very few parties who actually have any seats outside their own state, right? Mm. Uh, Aam Party's recent adventure in Gujarat, uh, you know, was a laboratory for what can happen, what can ha can't happen. You, we spoke about Goa. Now, what I'm saying is as follows. You know, this whole thing about everything is digital, everything is transparent. Please look at the larger picture. There's a huge section of people who are unhappy with the BJP. Hmm. Okay, and it's going to take a combination of a tactical understanding. It's going to take a combination of having an organization. Let me tell you one reason Bamutadi won Bengal is because it beat the BJP in the game of grassroots organization. Without which she could not have done it. BJP couldn't cope with her booth level workers. So it's going to take a whole set of things to come together. And please understand that UPA was a post-poll alliance. Mm. So UPA stand is a biggest, if you like, uh, case study of how post-poll they can be. And let me put it on record. Congress has the most difficult role to play and the biggest role to play. And let me tell you why. What the Congress central readers think their regional satraps don't think that way. If Bamata Didi wanted to have an adjustment with Congress in Bengal in the last election, let me tell you, the backroom chap, because she preferred to have Congress as an opposition than the BJP coming up there. But the regional, the, the local state leaders didn't allow it. So it is Kharge ji, Sonia ji, Rahul ji. We will have to manage a lot of aspirations at the national level and at the state level. So, frankly speaking, you come with a, can't come with a sense of entitlement that I'm the largest party. Of course, Congress is the largest party. Of course, they have the largest vote share. But they have to be smart about it. Mm. You see, so frankly speaking, today, Momotak, I am telling you, Sanket, write it down. 
BJP will is struggling to even win in five seats in the 2024 election. Hmm. They will come down from 18, right? But then Congress no, for and the Bengal, CPM, they have grand plans. North Bengal, that's fine. Building that's on fine. their vote share of 2021, Fair 2019. Enough. Of course, in, in a democracy, in a democracy, everybody has to try. We can't stop them for trying. I'm telling you what my assessment is. But then here it takes for the Congress and the left to decide that what are they going to do and what sacrifices are they going to make hmm. to make sure that BJP loses okay. there. Professor, so I think Congress yeah. has a very big role to play. They need to think about it. Professor Kumar, would you agree that the Congress will have to take that responsibility of being responsibility of being realistic? <laughs> I think this is the difficulty. Hmm. All these regional parties, they think, they think themselves of big. They don't realize that they are big in their own state. They are not big in, outside their own state. Mm. Uh, so that's the difficulty. And I think the bigger difficulty for Congress these, is, these days is that Congress is getting a punch from all the sides. Mm. Look at when you talk to the TMC people, they would give a punch to Congress. If you talk to Samajwadi Party, they give a punch to Congress. When, you, when you're talking about UP, you talk about BR. Mm. So they will get a punch from RJD and JDU. So they, get, they are getting punches from all the sides. So Congress is in a really difficult situation. Mm. But what do they do with those punches? I mean, you have to be realistic also. I don't think any the... chooses to you're, you're, not mention Awadhi party twice, I've noticed. The biggest punch. <laughs> biggest punches by us. Biggest punches from Ahmadni party. I choose not to take name of the Ahmadni party because the spokesperson is sitting next to me. I'm fearful about the party. You might get a punch. I'm really far away. Yeah. 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 And we have spoken at length about the configuration of the opposition. But look at what we are, we are uh, even not speaking about, about BJP. They speak about Mission uh, 350 without an agenda, without an uh, alternative to a leader, without uh, a demonstrative change on what they have promised, hmm. and without an alliance partner. Allying with BJP is walking to your de deathbed, whether it is Shiv Sena or whether it is any other party, Shiromani, Akali Dal, Mehmubha Mufti. So BJP's Mission 350 is an ultimate dictatorial mission in my, my view, hmm. which dismisses the voter and says that their, their grandstanding Interesting. And, Interesting. and lampooning of other leaders, leaders itself is sufficient. The agenda doesn't matter, alliance partner doesn't matter, past promises don't matter. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I agree with, uh, completely hmm. agree with Ghanshyam. You know, I want to add one more point that hmm. if this BJP daydream of 350 is not possible once the Congress and other political party come together under the leadership of whomsoever. That's there are so many leaders. No? But it is <laughs> That's the no, biggest no. if you know, for the past eight years. Why it happened? Why it happened this time? Why it happened? Why it is it is yeah. gonna happen this time? Because you know every political party's responsibility is to contain BJP. There may be differences. But it is every political party's responsibility and without Congress. No political opposition Sorry. unity can be seen from now okay. on. Okay, I've, I've run out of time very quickly, Nalini. Very quickly. Closing can, comments. Can I just go back to the Election Commission? Yes, please. And the 45 crore migrant voters that they are going to catch exactly. now. Exactly. Have we That's got... a big decision, actually. And yes. has have journalists mm. got enough tools to be able to monitor this and scrutinize this? Mm. Are we absolutely okay overnight for having such a thing? Mm. The other thing is that I do go back to the vote hike, the, vo the, the polling percentage hike 
that uh, the election commission has announced in the last five or six years. Please look at all the all the results. The difference and between the, provisional data and the real data. Yeah, the, 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 what they announced. I spoke to many members of uh, mem members of parliament and MLAs, and um, and also recent ones. So these people have a very good idea of which booth voted what. Mm. So if on the next morning or the morning after that there is a hike of three to five percent, we should be looking at it. I, as I said, I am not saying that the election commission, and also it's happening in BJP states mm. uh, or leaning states. And I'm not saying the, the election commission is pulling rabbits out of the hat, but mm. where is the hat? We want to look at it. Mm. Okay, okay, perfect. All right, we've come to the end of this discussion. Thank you very much and a happy new year. Uh, let's, uh, let's hope that uh, we have many more such discussions when 10 assembly elections will take place and then, of course, the big contest, which is, and I repeat again, only and only 16 months away. Good night and goodbye.